Welcome to episode 258. Do you find life is go, 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 go all of the time, never giving you a moment's peace? The world we are in is wildly unhelpful for managing stress and coping with everything that's going on. And so much so that you could be addicted to the cycle of stress and stimulation. In this episode, I give you five things that you can go through to assess whether or not you might be addicted to the cycle of stress and some small, easy to implement starting points for rewiring this unhealthy stress cycle. So let's dive in. Welcome to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. You've tuned in because you want to start taking your health seriously so you don't, well, get sick and die. Here we talk all things health, nutrition, and human optimization. Let's jump into it with your host and resident scientist, Maddie Lansdowne. Hey, what's up, my healthy friends? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I hope that you're having a fantastic day and this has found you on a day that you're maybe just in a space where you need a little bit of a push or a little bit of a reminder or a little bit of love to show you that you're on the right path because fundamentally this podcast is trying to help you guide yourself and your life and all the things you want to the right path, a healthy path. And for many people, the path they're currently on involves a shitload of stress. And that's a big factor in why in 2023 that it's my mission to coach 500 people to stop the binge eating and savage self-talk cycle so they can lose weight whilst feeling in control and without restriction along the way. Now, a lot of the times, weight loss, gut health, disease, diabetes, cancer, all of those things, a factor in those health situations that eventuate is stress. And you might have even heard your partner talk to you about stress. You might even talk about it to your kids. You might talk about it to yourself. You might have heard your doctor tell you that you need to stress less or your naturopath or your nutritionist or all of the gurus online, this podcast, you know, all of the people online saying, you got to manage your stress. You're just going to stress less. You know, you've just got to chill out. Don't take life so seriously. And you're like, yeah, right. I piss off. My life's chaos. I've got kids. I've got a full-time job. I've got, you know, financial difficulties. I've got a mortgage. I've got an investment that fell over and went bad. You know, my partner got scammed on a, on a tax call. <laughs> I might've been channeling my own experience there. But the point is like lots of shit is happening all of the time, uh, right? And so often we hear this feedback of like, oh, stress might be a factor in what's going on for, for me right now. And we're just kind of like, oh yeah, cool. Okay. Anyway, let's move on to something more practical. Like tell me what supplements to eat or tell me how to go about uh, an exercise routine or tell me if I need to do fasting um, or if I need to have surgery or medications because they're really easy and they don't require actually giving yourself um, the time of day to create space and rewire your, your habits, your life and all of that stuff that takes bloody ages, right? So we're like, just give me the pill. Give me the easy option. I just want to hurry up and sort this out. If it's stress, just give me the stress pill, <laughs> which might be marijuana. But anyway, um, the point is that we actually have to be take the stress thing seriously. And that, that involves assessing whether or not you're super addicted to stress because humans are not designed to be in the world of 2023. And we are not successfully adapting to it either. Because a lot of people um, you know, might say, the biologists out there will say, Humans will adapt, we'll be fine. We are not adapting. And how do you know that? Because we're, we've got a world that's fat, sick, and nearly dead, right? And we're keeping people alive for the last 20, 30, 40 years of their life, just surviving with medication, right? Um, and we're, we're living in a really sick world. And that's evidence that we are not successfully adapting, uh, right? And so the adaptation argument needs to be thrown out. We actually need to give attention 
to habit change and behavior change because otherwise we're all just going to die out. We're going to send ourselves extinct. And, and a lot of people you know, believe that's actually going to happen. And so we need to look into this stress piece because if you're not adapting to stress, which many of us aren't, hence the health issues we're having, heart attacks and aneurysms and cancers and diseases and depending how deep you go into um, energy medicine and um, Reiki and that type of stuff, you know, it can cause specific problems with specific organs. Um, you know, the rabbit hole is deep. Um, so I want you to do a little checklist of your life to figure out, are you addicted to stress, right? Because a lot of people that do actually apply this stuff and they listen to the podcast and they listen to gurus and different people and they're like, yeah, I'm going to stress less. Then they do some stuff and they're like, oh, maybe I'm addicted to the cycle of doing stuff, right? Because if you don't never give yourself space, then maybe even doing a healthy thing is just another thing on your list, right? So I've got, a, I've got five or six things here and there might be more because, you know, this is very ad lib, ad hoc kind of scenario. I don't script these conversations. They just fall out of my face. Um, and I've been, yes, I've, thank you, mum and dad and the universe because I've been gifted with the ability to just talk as much shit as necessary whenever needed. <laughs> anyway, we're going to do the checklist. Are you addicted to stress? All right, number one, if you cannot be in your own silence, are you being in your own silence right now? <laughs> Did you think the podcast was broken? The thing is, some people, if they're in their own silence, they can actually end up getting frustrated or angry with the silence because of the thoughts and different things that come up in their mind. And so while they're doing the dishes, they might also be listening to a podcast or, or listening to a book, or they need to have the television on in the background to make sure that their, their, you know, their, their subconscious mind is distracted and, and stimulated so they don't have to think too much and they don't have to deal with any emotions that come up. Or if you're in the shower and you're always singing or making noises or having a conversation with somebody, or you're in the car and you can't not play with your phone, scroll through stories um, as you're driving, call somebody. Like if you cannot be in your own silence, that is a sign that you are possibly addicted to the cycle of stress and stimulation. Number two, um, do you need food comfort along with doing tasks? Do you need to eat whilst you do stuff, right? Because many people need comfort along with the stress. And so they comfort eat whilst they're doing a spreadsheet or study, or anything that's challenging and uncomfortable, they need, they need to take along with the, the food. And so they can't actually manage the stress successfully because they're like, they're in it, and then they need comfort at the same time. And interestingly, the comfort food then adds stress to the system because it dysregulates your gut health, it dysregulates your blood sugar, it then creates cravings, it then has opened the door to eating more bullshit that day, which is then going to make you feel crappy when you wake up tomorrow, all of which is physical stress on the body. So you're using a comfort during a stress, which is going to create stress later on, right? All of it's stress, whether it's physical stress, whether it's emotional stress, whether it's um, just dopamine addiction, stimulation, stress, it's all the same stuff. So do you need to comfort eat along with doing any other task? meal prepping, watching TV, study, work, all of the other things, driving somewhere, right? Now that's number two. Number three, you can't do one task at a time. Are you in a situation where you're always multitasking? You've got 50,000 tabs open and you're kind of bouncing between, oh, I need to do this thing and this thing. And your mind can't actually focus on one task without the anxiety of the other tasks becoming overwhelming. That can be a sign that you are addicted to stress because you're like, you 
are really familiar in the chaotic environment of bouncing around, not completing things, doing this, doing that, doing this, doing that, doing this, doing that. And you're just on autopilot where you kind of achieve nothing, but you kind of achieve a lot. And you, you just stimulation, stimulation, stimulation with an absence of focus, right? Number four, have you never, you never have anything go well in your life. You never have anything go well in your life. Things just suck all of the time. There's a mess over here. You're arguing with the mother-in-law. You're bickering with the partner. Things aren't amazing at work. And maybe you have this cycle where there's always chaotic bad shit going on. And the uncomfortable reality, and this was an uncomfortable reality for me to face in my own personal development journey, is that I am the common denominator in all of my problems. (laughs) And how you do anything is how you do everything, remember? Because you are the common denominator. So if you never have anything go well, or most of the time, everything's up shit creek without a paddle, then you might be addicted to creating stress in your life. Um, The last one I've got here um, is that you can't put your phone down, right? Who cannot put their phone down? If that's you, then well, you are addicted to stimulation and stress. And, and remember, when we talk about stress and we talk about dopamine, dopamine is the happy hormone, the pleasure hormone, the feel-good hormone. That cycle of stress and stimulation plays into the dopamine. Even though dopamine feels good and we're seeking good feelings, it's also still producing a stress in the system or a distraction, right? So that both of those things can be mutually exclusive. It can be a pleasurable thing and a stress, like going to the gym, right? That's also a stress, but it's a positive stress. However, it's still an addition of stress, right? It's like the kind of the fruit conversation in somebody that eats a Western diet. If you eat a Western diet and then you ask me, is fruit bad? Well, in that context, fruit is just more sugar. However, if you eat really healthy and you also have fruit, that fruit sugar isn't much of a concern. So the point is, after I've shared these five things, are you addicted to stress? Are all of these things happening or are you cycling through any number of these five things on a regular basis? The question is, what do we do now? Once you acknowledge that you're addicted to stress, we need to start practicing creating space. One tweak a week, over time, don't try and change everything, change one thing at a time. So this is where I want you to start. You could start with any of these, by the way, um, and you could simply start by putting your phone in, in the boot of the car when you drive from here to the supermarket. That could be thing one, practice being in your silence. But here's an easy one that I think will absolutely transform your life long term. I want you to put your phone down. I want you to turn it off and I want you to put it outside the bedroom. And do not turn it on when you wake up for 10 whole minutes. That's where I want you to start. That's it. And if you come at me with the whole, um, Maddie, I need it for my alarm clock, I'll say, shut up. Don't be weak as piss. Because you can buy alarm clocks everywhere and alarm clocks are amazing. Like the technology is amazing in alarm clocks these days. And they're cheap as chips. Go and buy an alarm clock. You do not need your phone. it's, It's not a phone. It's not just a texting and phone call device. It is your entire life that sits about 10 inches from your head. It's your access to the entire world of information. That's a shitload of stress to turn on, plus the blue and white light that you look at that goes into your eyes, which stimulates your uh, metabolism that you should not be looking at at the uh, different times of the day and the night. So start with practicing creating space between you and stress by simply putting your phone out in another room whilst you sleep and don't turn it on for 10 minutes after waking. And then over time, build up. Maybe do 10 minutes this week. Next week, do 20 minutes. The week after that, do 30 minutes. Build up. Don't go all in, you know, balls to the wall kind of stuff because you'll have a rebound effect. 
you'll miss it too much. You'll be dopamine craving and then you'll be in a situation where you just give up on trying to change this at all. So question is, are you addicted to stress? Are these things true for you? And which one, which small thing, which one small thing are you going to begin doing to change this story for yourself? Because I can guarantee stress is a factor in all of your health, gut, weight, relationship challenges, life challenges that are perpetuating and continuing and are difficult to get get your hands on. We need to change this stress story. You know the deal. If you've enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend, share it with somebody that you think is stressed and needs to listen. Uh, And if you enjoyed it, five stars on any given platform. A written review is so incredibly helpful. And I'm primarily just grateful that you've uh, downloaded this episode and listened. So here's to changing our lives and making them healthier. All right, gang, I'll catch you really soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. If you love this episode and health information is your thing, then please consider subscribing to the show. And when you're done, head over to iTunes, Google Podcast, or whichever app you use. And we'd be grateful if you could leave us a five-star rating and write a review sharing your opinion on the show as it really helps the podcast grow. Thanks so much and I'll see you on the next episode. Whilst the presenter that feature on this podcast endeavour to provide accurate information, it cannot possibly take into account your individual circumstances, and therefore the content on this podcast provided by any of the speakers is not intended as advice in any way for any individual, and should not be a replacement for professional medical or health advice of any nature. Always seek advice regarding your personal situation from a qualified medical professional.